What a... G'day, and welcome to this week's episode about the universal truth. The universal truth to success, happiness, prosperity, love, health, whatever's lacking in your life. First, a couple of facts about success. One, it's totally personal and a different experience to every single one of us. And two, it's not an end point. We'll get into that later. Success etymology from 14th century cites the meanings as come after, follow after, go near, come under, and from 15th century Middle English, to continue and endure. All these meanings involve movement, and that is success. It's energy in motion, be it in thought, physical activity, or emotional growth, and the working toward or pursuit of a worthwhile objective. You know, we often get asked, what is it that makes one person successful and yet others don't reach their potential? You know, is there a simple formula or a key to this? And you might think that the answer is a difficult one to nail down, as we're all different and all from different circumstances. However, the answer is pretty simple, and we're going to share this with you today. And the answer is a resounding yes, there is a key to unlock this. There is a universal truth to success. And is one of the things that's been agreed by the greatest teachers, philosophers, gurus, and minds over the centuries. In fact, it is so powerful, and if you truly understand it and apply it, your life will be transformed into the life that you've always dreamed about. I want you to think about our lives today. We live in such an amazing era of, of advancement and opportunity, and it continues to grow at super increasing rates. In fact, the technological advancements in the last 10 years have been more significant than the previous 50. For many of us, we live in the land of opportunity and have everything we need at our fingertips, or do we? Today, it has never been more accessible to be successful and happy, yet why are the numbers still the same as they have been for decades? Why is it that still research shows us that only 5% of people end up being rich or satisfied or financially independent? Most people never learn these strategies because they conform. They act like the 95% of people who don't succeed without knowing why and without knowing where they're going. They do things because everyone else is doing them. Even more so, why are so many people unhappy? And why is the rate of depression higher than it's ever been? These people believe that their lives are shaped by circumstance and by things that happen to them and by exterior forces. They don't believe that they are actually the ones in control. George Bernard Shaw put it best when he said, people are always blaming their circumstances for what they are. I don't believe in circumstances. The people who get on in this world are the people who get up and look for the circumstance they want. And if they can't find them, they make them. Mm. Now, just just as an aside to that, there are certain situations in life where shit happens. And don't I know it? Don't I know it? Having dealt with a mum that died at four and having breast cancer and losing my brother, I know that shit happens. But basically, if we can give you this universal truth for the things that you can control today, giddy up. So before we give you the universal truth to success, we must first define what success really is. We kind of touched on it a little earlier. So let me first explain success is not all about making money. Some people it is. So, but technically, if you want to make money, go and get a job in the mint. You know what I mean? That's making money. What I mean is success is not a result of earning money 
earning money is the result of success. Success has been described by past self-development masters as the progressive realisation of a worthy, predetermined goal or ideal. So what they're saying is it's not about the achievement of the goal, but about continually taking steps and action in moving towards it, as we said. It's motion towards. We like to put it this way. Set a goal, write it down, and every day look at it and take some action towards it. In other words, the person who succeeds is the person who says, I'm going to do this or become that, and then continues to work towards achieving it. And it's the working towards that's the greatest gift. You know, it's, mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier, it's not, an, it's not an end point. Success is not an end point. No. You know, it's just, it's a consciousness of movement towards something worthwhile. Mm. And it's not defined, as we mentioned earlier, it is for some people, but not everyone for financial measures. We're going to give you some examples later and... Success comes in all shapes and forms. It's doing something that you want to do, not because you have to do it, but because you really want to do it. Mm-hmm. Success can be being a mum or a dad and raising kids because that's what you want and you've deliberately decided to do this. It may be that you deliberately decided not to have children because you want to pursue other goals. That's successful. It's being a carpenter because that's what you wanted to do or being a doctor healing patients because that's what you wanted or working in the corporate world and executive because that's what you wanted or being a salesperson because that's what you wanted or if you want to become a musician or an artist, that's what's in your heart. On our early morning walk, uh, we pass a guy probably mid to late 30s who drives a really big rig. His truck is kept absolutely pristine. Oh, Listens. As we pass after each trip, he, you know, on the weekends, generally, we during the week, he seems to be off, obviously, doing long haul driving. On the weekends, he cleans and polishes it to the max. It looks brand new by the end of every weekend. Mm-hmm. And when we pass him, as, as we pass him by, he gives me a great big wave and a huge smile. And he, to me, is a picture of success. In other words, if you're doing what you want to do or progressively working towards it, then you're a success whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So a successful person is someone who is doing something or working towards something predetermined, as we said, because that's what they decided to do deliberately. But only around 5 to 10% of people are actually doing that. Have you ever noticed that in general, the person who is already successful continues to be successful in whatever they do, as opposed to someone who fails or floats by and continues to fail and float by? And why is this? Well, it's because of a lack of direction or goals. So imagine this, you hop into your car, turn it on, put it in drive, let it go with no idea where you're headed, hands off the wheel, letting the car go wherever it takes you. Who knows where you'll end up? And you certainly won't know. And chances are it'll crash into something. And run over you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or imagine you're flying a plane and you, you take off, but you don't set any course in the navigation system. So you'll be at the mercy of the nature's forces. And if you have no destination planned, we'll eventually run out of fuel and crash. Or in your, if you're on a boat and you just get out into the ocean and you just let it drift wherever the prevailing tides and currents take you. So it's the same with people. We have to aim for something. And Maxwell Maltz t- talks about this in his best-selling book, Psycho-Cybernetics, that human beings are designed as goal-seeking machines and innately have a servo mechanism to guide them. The problem is that most of us don't use it. And when we're like that, we're like a rudderless ship or the pilot flying blind. So what is this universal truth, the truth to success, the truth to happiness, prosperity, the truth to living the life you want? The universal truth is this. You become what you think about. Mm -hmm. It is as simple and profound as that. 
And I think that if you find you look back on your life, you'll find that that's pretty much correct. Each one of us is right where we are based on our thoughts that we had in the past. You become what you think about. As we said earlier, so many teachers throughout the centuries have agreed on this point, and they've said the same thing in a variety of ways. Do your own research. You will find that the great teachers and philosophers of the present and the past have all said the same thing, just in different ways. I'm going to repeat this so you can write it down. You become what you think about. So a person who continually thinks about a concrete and worthwhile goal or idea is inevitably, if they keep focusing on it, going to reach it because that's what they're thinking about. They're focused on it and therefore creating it. Conversely, the person who doesn't know where they're going will have thoughts which are confused, anxious, worried, and then they become what they think about as their life becomes one of frustration, fear and worry. I'll give you an example of someone who I know really well. He separated from his partner several years ago and from the outset has continually thought things such as, I'll never find a partner. I'm so lonely. The universe has given up on me. I'm not worthy. And a myriad of other self-deprecating thoughts. And guess what? He is creating this reality and consequently has become what he continually thinks about, single and lonely and trapped in this paradigm and thought pattern. And unfortunately, at this stage, he is unwilling to accept and explore the potential to change his life using this universal truth and continues to live the life he thinks about. As Ralph Waldo Emerson so eloquently put it, you become what you think about all day long. Your amazing mind is like a garden bed. It doesn't care what's planted in it. The land will return what you plant, but doesn't care what you plant. You can plant a stunning flower shrub. You can also plant hemlock, which is the plant that famously killed Socrates. And the ground will return what is planted, providing it is tended. If you keep nurturing, watering and feeding either, either the noxious weed or the beautiful flower bed, they will grow into what they are supposed to be, beautiful or toxic. Also, you plant the seed of the beautiful flower, but if you don't tend it, nurture it, water it and feed it, it'll become overrun with weeds and die. As you sow, so shall you reap. Your mind is exactly the same. It doesn't matter what you plant in it, success or failure, a concrete goal or anxiety about you don't know where you're going. It will return whatever you plant in it, provided you tend and nurture it. And if you're nurturing it with fear and worry, that's what's going to happen. The problem is most people don't think. Mm. They're like the gardener who plants the seed in the garden bed and just leaves the plot alone, unnurtured, letting weeds take over. We'll, we'll talk about weeds being noxious thoughts, yeah? They take over and they come in in the form of other people's opinions, your own self-doubts, the media, any literature or social media that you constantly expose yourself to, your family blueprint. You've inherited so many other external influences. So some of them are well-meaning, and this leads to our picture of ourselves, our self-image, which is a critical component to using the universal truth. Our mind is an amazing and complex instrument. It contains riches beyond our wildest dreams and will return anything that we choose to plant. But instead, we use our minds for petty, little and insignificant jobs rather than big, important jobs that truly positively impact our lives. At a maximum, science indicates that we're only using about 10% of our mental abilities. Imagine that. 
you actually have 90% capacity of potential to draw on. Just think about the life that you could create if you tapped into that. That's a lot of potential. Mm -hmm. So decide now, what do you really want to plant in your magnificent mind? Decide what thoughts should go in there. It's the most important decision you'll ever make. Whatever it is, make the decision. Plant the seed, care for it, focus on it, feed it. Work steadily towards your goal and it will eventually become a reality. If you do this, there's no way it can't. That is the law, the truth, and the universal truth is immutable, like the laws of physics. As we touched on before, the other keys to the universal truth are developing your self-image so that it is congruent with who and what you want to be, do, have, or create, and take action. Act like the person that you want to become. Act the part. Do the things that this person would do. See yourself as already having achieved your goal. See yourself having already done the things that you'd be doing if you made it. This is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And take action. Sir Isaac Newton, the great British physicist, discovered the law for every action. There's an equal and opposite reaction. In other words, we can achieve nothing without paying the price. Whatever you want to achieve, there's a price to pay. It sure is. We must be willing to pay the price and taking action is a part of that price. Massive action. For example, if you want to be a virtuoso musician, get practicing. A doctor, get studying. A writer, get writing. <laughs> Ideas are worthless without action. Every one of us is the sum total of their own thoughts, feelings and actions. The truth is you are where you are because that's exactly where you really want to be, whether you admit it or not. What you think today and tomorrow will determine your future because you are guided by your mind and what you think. You are the creator of your reality. And you know what? You get to choose your thoughts. How good is that? You are a free-thinking, superb specimen of a human being, gifted with the most beautiful Aladdin's lamp, your mind. You get to choose. You get to choose to live a life deliberately and on purpose, or you can choose to be like the boat, bobbing in the ocean, being taken wherever the tide and current takes you, believing that your life is shaped by circumstances and things that happen to you and by exterior forces. Now is the time for you to take control. You are in the driver's seat. And the universal truth is the same truth that can lead someone to success and everything that we've ever dreamed of, or it can lead you into unhappiness and despair. It's all how you use it. You become what you think about. The great teacher of old gave us this truth numerous times. As you believe, so shall it be done unto you. So make the decision now to take control and choose your thoughts and choose them wisely. We should make our time here an exciting adventure, waking up excited about the prospects of each day instead of being wandering generalities and waking up dreading each day. You are the one in control. To help you implement the universal truth, we'd like to give you a 30-day challenge. Won't be easy, but if you really commit to it and follow through with all the instructions, it can change your life. To frame this test, there are three key points I want you to think about. One, we become what we think about, so we must control what we think about. Number two, realise that any limitations you have are self-imposed. You are the one who has allowed them there. Number three, set a clearly defined goal for yourself and let your imagination run wild on how you'll achieve it and take action. So how do we determine which goal we want to focus on for the next 30 days? Simple. Make out a once list. 
Write down everything that you'd like to see come into your life. Let your imagination run wild. If you knew that it was impossible to fail, what would these things be? Really take the time to do this and don't move to the next step until you've completed at least 30 items. And don't worry about how you're going to achieve them or how long it will take. Just write them down. And after you've completed your wants list, I want you to number the items in their order of importance. And before you move on, review this again to ensure that your number one goal is the most important one to you. Make item number one as your present primary goal. You can come back to all the other goals later. And then write this number one goal on a card. Write it very specifically, in detail, and in the present tense as if you already had it. Read it first thing, last thing, and every chance you get during the day. As we said before, you become what you think about. Or as Esther Hicks says, a habit is a thought that you just keep thinking. So we want you to ingrain this into your subconscious. It's actually yours really, the moment you first write it down and begin to think about it. It just hasn't manifested yet. As we said, the challenge won't be easy. Doubt and fear will inevitably rear their heads. So as you try to build this brand new habit, stop thinking about what you fear. Every time a picture of fear comes into your mind, replace it with the picture of your positive and worthwhile goal. Did you know that research done at MIT found that people spend their time worrying about 40% of stuff that never happens, 30% of things that can't be changed, no matter what 12% are needless worries about our health, 10% are pretty miscellaneous worries, and only 8% are legitimate. So stop worrying. <laughs> Absolutely. Mum used stop to do that worrying. all the time. There'll also be times when you feel like giving up, and that is natural. And it's so much easier to focus on the negatives. That's why only 5% are living their lives to the max. Place yourself in the 5%. Each day for the next 30 days, do more than you have to. Give more of yourself. Don't worry about how you'll achieve your goal. You just need to know where you're going. As Jesus so eloquently put it in the Sermon on the Mount, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. It's so simple. All you need is purpose and faith for the next 30 days to do your best. Do it as you've never done it before. If you do this... For 30 days, you'll be astounded at the results you can achieve. Mm -hmm. Hold your goal before you and act. Everything else will take care of itself. It's the principal law on which everything in this universe operates. The law of cause and effect. This law has been written thousands of times by some of the greatest minds the world has produced. And it's appeared in many forms. And it's been put in many ways. Most people will agree with the, fr with the phrase, our reward in life will always match our service then they'll go their ways, go back to doing what they were doing and never realise the truth. It's so great and all-encompassing. Our reward in life will match our service. Mm -hmm. If you are unhappy with your rewards, you should examine your service. It's simply action-reaction, or what you put out will determine what you must get back in return. It's so basic and it's so true and yet it's so misunderstood. Stop thinking of all the reasons why you can't and think of the reasons you can. Even more, if you, had a, if you have the paradigm or self-image that you aren't or will never be a success, go back to your childhood and find out where you first got the, these ideas. In fact, we recommend that you go to our session on the self-image, the master key, to learn how to change your self-image and act the part. It's a free session on our website. It is a free session on our website. We've made it just for you. Just go to chrysalisgroup.com.au. Become the person you want to become. Do this 30-day challenge and watch your world change. 
Until next time, love, blessings, and have a very safe and happy Christmas. Indeed. See ya. Thank you.